That's really what's got to happen. Yeah. That's all that matters, right? Well, I'm not saying that's all that matters is you being happy, but it's, it should be high up on the list. No one's going to take your your happiness as serious as Leo's you take it, you know? All right. Welcome to Practical Shooting After Dark. We're here to talk about shooting. And this also is the Christmas episode, as Joel yes. has pointed out. This will be the episode about practical shooting that most of you listen to on or about Christmas. Fantastic. Yay. Yay. So on deck tonight, we've got Mr. Juanza Kim. Hello. Mr. Joel Park. Hello. Mr. Matt Hopkins. Hi. Yeah, okay. So, well... You guys know the deal. Everybody comes here with a topic. So who'd like to go first? Ben, I have you... something to show. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kim. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's very, very pretty, nice color. Got a show and tell? Boy. Yes, I have a show and tell. So if you're an audio listener, I'm holding a very beautiful green Soviet rifle. Or is it Soviet rifle? But yeah, it's an AK. Yes, AK-47. I mean, it's close enough. Very beautiful. With a newly fixed delta point on, which is supposed to last. It's been lasting actually pretty well on their heavy recoil. For sure, this gun has way more recoil than pistols. So, so far, the optic delta point is lasting very well. Um, I was unaware of this gun. Was there some objective going on here? Or, like, why do you have this thing? So, I have a new sponsor that makes a lot of rifle stuff. And then they, they sent me this. Uh, because they were supposed to uh, sponsor a AK-only rifle match, which was canceled due to COVID. Is that the one in Texas? No. Uh, that That's also another one they do. Uh, oh, okay. This one was in Las Vegas. They did the Texas one, but then the Las Vegas, due to state law, whatever state policy, they canceled it. So hopefully next year. So the reason why I show people this is because I, I shot some for fun. Uh, yes, I think everybody should uh, go up, celebrate Christmas or New Year's, maybe off-season, and shoot something for fun. And I, I like this rifle because most of the ammo I'm shooting through it is steel case, so I don't have to worry about picking up, uh, picking up any brass. I just mm -hmm. shoot it for fun. I don't care where the hits are usually. Just, I like the recoil because... I shot a lot of PCC and uh, .223 rifle this year, and those are fun to shoot because there's no recoil and I just got to pull the trigger. But AK is very different. Even though I put a fancy muzzle device, uh, $25 eBay muzzle device, very working very well. Um, it's still, it, it's kicking a lot more. 1,200 rounds maximum. What was that? That's going to last for 1,200 rounds maximum. Yeah, if I'm lucky, yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the recoil actually is pretty fun. Uh, in terms of, like, I don't feel as good. Like, I cannot shoot this rifle, um, like, 30 yards, uh, 14 splits, and having all alpha, like a 2 to 3 rifle, I can. But with this rifle, I have just no expectation of the hits. And just the reason why I like it more is because I use it on my video games, too. It's pretty oh, coarse. Okay, okay. Yes, and the red dot movement is actually like a video game because when I shoot two to three rifle, uh, the dot does move, and the video game the dot always moves around. But actually, AK rifle when I shoot it, the dot is very similar movement in recoil, just like a game. So I feel like I'm playing video game in real life, so to say. 
Uh, I like you got a pretty a pretty boss looking rifle there. I noticed. Uh, I might not get the correct terms, but you have the gas was a gas tube that has the uh, the mount on it for your optic. I noticed, so that's quite cool. The rail, yes, because yep. some of those are pretty cheesy to mount optics on. Like they don't look very stable. So mm -hmm. no, that rifle, I didn't pick it because uh, of course this is my first AK. I don't have much knowledge about it. So my sponsor actually bought it from Rifle Dynamics, which is supposed to be high end of AK. Those are like the that is the Cadillac of yeah. the, the Cadillac AKs. of the Fiat. <laughs> they so, are they are quite excellent rifles. Yes. Yes. So they said, they, "Oh, we're gonna send you an AK." And when I first got it, like this is not the AK I was expecting. I was expecting more like a wood stock on it. And you know, kind of like uh, you're expecting uh, a $500 pawn shop AK, which is not what you have there, sir. Yes. So I really like playing with it. So far, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the factory trigger or the ALG trigger it came with had some issues. Uh, the trigger is extremely difficult or extremely different than AR platform or any pistols I'm shooting. Uh, usually, there's like a stop or the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, this rifle did not have a wall, and sometimes when I pull it, try to pull the trigger fast, it'll like auto fire, almost bump fire, like two to three <laughs> shots. <laughs> I called called the sponsor. It sounds very safe. Sounds good. So I called them up, and they sent me a different trigger, and now it's completely fine. So okay, whoever's shooting AK for the first time, uh, make sure you have some heavier sight trigger, I should say. Yeah. Good. No, it looks like a fun rifle, man. Those things are very nice. Mm -hmm. And I think AK ammo, you can find it a lot more available than other ammo, like 5.56. So yeah. I've actually done some looking. It's available. Mm -hmm. People are just not okay with paying the new price of it. That's why sure. it's available. Mm -hmm. the yeah. Price yeah, so people used to pay like, what, 20 cents a round for that stuff or something? Or less, yeah. It's now up to like 40 cents a round so not nearly as bad as like 556 brass case stuff but like it's it did double in price since COVID how much is 556 i saw 700 dollars on a thousand you saw yeah all right so what i decided to do was fly down to miami and i did a rifle class shooting uh, a lot of 223 up that's what i did huh? That's, that's my thing I'm here to talk about. So I took a course from Frank Proctor. I videoed it. It's going to go up on training group in four segments. There's a ton of video. Uh, I uploaded a practical shooting explained video for Joel. Yep. So you'll have that. Um, I mean, I think that's that's pretty much it. I took a, I took Frank Proctor's rifle pistol course and I videoed it. That's the thing I did. And uh, I had a, had a nice time. Well, Frank's a smart dude. Uh, also, there is an interview Ben and I did with Frank that's on oh. Training Group also that was quite excellent. I enjoyed that a lot. It was fun talking I to watched it Frank. Too. Very, yeah, very so good. I want to talk about one thing um, just to get, like, because it was probably the most interesting thing Frank did in the course. Well, as, as a shooting instructor, I thought it was the most interesting thing. So he made a point of making you call your shots. Um, so the first drill we did was called vision quest that would have, you know, multiple people shooting on one target. So you can't tell which holes are yours by design. You can't tell what's what. Uh, and the idea is like, if you want to call your shots, you do it off your sights. So we, it, it kept being like that. No restoring the targets, uh, for like, I don't know, six hours the first day until 
Then Frank came in and put targets on the backside, if that makes sense. So you've got a shot up target in the front, one flipped around, stapled to the back, and then you start pasting so you can see your hits. What do you guys think about that? I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, so you can't you can't just fire and then look at the target immediately to tell where your bullets went. You have looking to, at the target provides like no information. So you have to know what's going on with your sights and feel it and that kind of stuff to be accountable or like know where your bullets are going. Yeah, I mean, as soon as did the targets like get have, shot a little bit, it's done. Did he have them like mark on a target where they were hidden or like uh, just he, like remember where you were you're shooting or where you're? Hitting? Oh, okay, yeah. So I should explain this a little bit better. Um, when we flipped on to like, all right, now we're going to paste them. It'd be like you'd shoot one run of like a stage or a scenario little thing. Then you would verbally say like, hey, I think this and this. And then you'd walk around behind with other people and re restore everything. Okay, cool. So it was like being held accountable with someone. Yeah, else. yeah. Okay, cool. But that was the interesting thing is this was lesson one in his class. It was basically the first thing we did. It was like 15 in there, I think. Well, most people would think that's an advanced skill, right? Well, it was a tact—it was a tactical class, so we're dealing with a different crowd here. Yeah, but is it though? I mean, so this yeah. might be—it might be a skill they never even work on ever. Maybe, so, like, I would say one in four people in the class had been to a match. Okay. Had attended one ever, one in four. Ever, like they've attended one and done. I would say fewer than one in four people in the class had ever attended one match. Okay. So it's a little bit different crowd, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> so did they take it? Like, did it work good? Like, I, I think so. I mean, yeah, they, they seem receptive. I mean, he's like, hey, look, if you want to know what's going on, you got to watch your sights. Like, I understand you want to look at the target. Like, he wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like he didn't understand what he was doing. He was like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to let you look at the target. So essentially, I'll make it so the target provides no information. If you want to know where your shots are going, you watch your sights. And it's like that. I mean, he said it way nicer. He didn't sound like an asshole like I do. He was nice. All right. Well, that was that was the thing I did. So there's where we can find more stuff about it. Mr. Joel, what do you got tonight? Uh, might as well show stuff that we're going to start selling, I suppose. Yeah, show it. Show it. <laughs> Uh, so practical shooting training, uh, all of you guys, I guess, would have got a copy of it by now. Um, yeah, I got it. so I got it. And it sucks. I know <laughs> exactly. Um, so working on kind of wrapping it up, I suppose, uh, got the bros reading it over, but I had kind of an interesting, uh, conversation while I was playing call of duty, uh, playing zombies of all things, but, uh, <laughs> the bros in my group, um, a couple guys you guys would know, uh, Alexis Pena and Jason Bradley, were like, they're, they're talking about the book, and it's like, they were they really liked the levels, and a lot of people have commented to me on that, and it makes sense, because Alexis was saying, you know, you take somebody out to the range to teach them, and what's the first thing you do? You overshare. Hey, Ben, yeah, this is what your site's going to be doing. Uh, confirmation, that was confirmation two. Uh, now you're over, you know, you're pulling off targets, you know, all this stuff, and it's like, if Ben's a level one guy, like, we need to get you to a match and we need to get you to like hit the targets and complete the match without getting a penalty, not giving them, Hey, like try shooting on the move. Hey, did yeah, you try and, this? It's like, Joel, can I, can I interject one thing going Please. and shooting a match without a penalty, like by design, not by accident. That's not a hard, and that's not an easy fucking thing to do. If you have like no experience with guns. So like level one is designed to take you from like, you've not really shot a gun. 
you're shooting it accurately, then you go actually accomplish this. Not like vaguely say, yeah, I could go shoot a match without a penalty if I wanted to. Be like, no, no, actually go do it. Because a lot of people listening to this have never done that. They've never gotten through a match without a penalty. Yeah. should be a miss or a no-shoot. It's a hard fucking thing to do. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of what they were talking about, was you take somebody out, even if you're training one of your friends, it's like, how do you not overshare? What's the specific things to give that person that you, you know, don't tell them too much, but obviously need to tell them something. So uh, I've got a lot of feedback that people really liked the levels and they felt like it was appropriate for, you know, based on, you know, the, the skill levels we've set out, giving them appropriate feedback at the correct time and telling them the things they need to hear. And I'm pretty proud of that. I think that turned out really well. Um, and then the other thing that I've got a lot of feedback on that I'm really uh, excited about also is the predictive diagrams to show what the targets are likely to look like. Uh, ben and I have taught a few classes. Maybe Ben's taught a few <laughs> more than me. Uh, but I mean, I've been to classes where, I'll be real with you, like I see, I got, a, I got a, a class full of people and I can pretty much tell you what the targets are gonna look like, what problems they're gonna have before they happen. Maybe it's a little bit better. I mean, maybe it's a little bit worse, but for the most part, you can list things that everyone's gonna be doing to some extent. Yeah, so, Joel, when you were making those diagrams, I thought there was one day in particular you might have wanted to kill me. When you <laughs> sent me some diagrams, I'm like, what is this bullshit? These don't even look like real targets. Like, no real human would have shot this target. And then you were going crazy. You're just like, what an a-hole. And I'm like, you're not wrong, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, it's, uh, I think it's good because, uh, you know, yeah, you look at the targets, like, hey, this is something that more than likely... I mean, maybe it's a little bit better, maybe it's a little bit worse, but uh, very common issues that we see a lot in class. And that way, you look at so, the target, like, oh. So people target. like the organization and the pretty pictures. Correct. Which are kind of the main selling points. So, I mean, I so too. job well done there. I, I mean, the cover photo is what sold it for me. The cover photo is going to be very good. different than other. It's very other different than your past. That was that was actually my objective. So like a lot of people, they're like, "Is there a new book? Oh, this or that." So now it's like you look at it and you're like, "It looks very different." Yes. That was yeah. the entire design objective of the cover. It's very different. Yes. Not only the cover, but also the content. Oh yes. yeah, the contents. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah, no one ever reads that anyway. They yeah, they the book. <laughs> just buy the book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we got someone left. Yeah, it's my turn, right? Let's go, yes. baby. So I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I'm going to talk about 2021 uh, matches I'm going to go to. So Wisconsin uh, section, top of the list, right? Wisconsin section, yep. one. Cornhusker Classic. Basket, yes. Two. Wait, you so you're saying that there's some guys that are not boomers that seem to have gotten into some position of authority with these matches, and they're going to make them happen in a way that you like? And cool. August 1st, we'll know of someone else that's not a boomer that got into a position of authority, right? <laughs> but, yeah, let's go. Ooh, tell me yeah. more. <laughs> oh, that's when they announced the Area 3 election, so. Yes. Uh, coincidentally, Matt is running for Area 3. I think people caught the reference there, Joel. Well. <laughs> I mean, I hope they did. <laughs> never know, right? Never we want know. stupid people to vote for Matt too. So, like, actually, it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other matches I plan on attending is Iowa Sectional. Always yeah. good, very, very well ran match with probably not the most ideal situation range wise, but Man, they, they make, make it the work. Yeah. It, it works actually really good. 
Yeah. Uh, other matches I'm going to attend. That free state this, match. This is not sounding. This is not sounding a lot different to the matches I'm going to attend, Matt. <laughs> so yeah, free state. I'll definitely attend that one. It's a local match, so it's basically my home range. So I'll attend that one for sure. Uh, Area four. I'll attend also Chad Stan's match down yeah, in yeah. Tulsa. Definitely attend that one. Uh, Fall Classic. It's a Missouri State match, so obviously attend that one. I was looking actually at my calendar, and there's not too much stuff early in the year. Like everything starts happening in June, and then there's not shit early. Yeah, there's like one match down in Texas that I might go to. Not sure on that one, but there's not one. much early in the year. But there's one match really early in the year. It's uh, oh, production it's... nationals. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll attend that one. You are an absolute <laughs> savage, Matt. An absolute savage. I haven't decided on that one yet. Like I'm shooting carry optics. So I decided. I make? decided when I saw the date. It was like I was like maybe. I'm like, like I was like, are they fucking kidding with the date? They put it almost right over Summit. Like what were they doing? Bro, yeah, I really want to go. I've already got two weeks off that month for shooting. So we'll see if my work wants to make it three weeks off that month for shooting Just or not. The whole month off, dude. Just do a sabbatical. <laughs> That's yeah. like a Just European thing. Throw like one class in there and it'd be equal to the time off, right? <laughs> That's Jesus. all I got. We could do a question. <laughs> okay. Well, and worship, right? Yeah, yeah. World shoot. I mean, if it happens, like, if it happens, at this yeah, point. For sure. I'll definitely go to that. Like, I'm signed up for that. Uh, like, you're going to go to that one no matter what. No matter what. Gentlemen. I mean, we might have to get vaccines or something like that at that point, right? Fuck. We'll probably all be vaccinated by then. You're making me nervous, Matt. All right, guys. I told you I wanted to keep the Christmas episode short and sweet. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for listening, you know? And uh, what do we do now? Are we going to shut this shit off and record a New Year's yeah, episode? Yeah,